folks, welcome to the Sloppy Boys, where we take a deep dive into the drinks that you love. I'm Jeff Dutton, along with Mike Hanford. Hello. And Tim Kalpakis. What is up, Freaky Stylies? Ooh, F-R-E-A-K? Uh, yep. Like the Nikki Halloween. song. Like the Nikki song. But, <laughs> how does she say it? She says F-R-E-A-K. I don't know if I like that. I, I uh, dislike it. And I think that song is, is was supposed to be a hit, and it came and went, and it's gone. It's so on the nose. In the world of like interpolations and samples and covers and stuff like that, it's just like, are we only getting around to Super Freak right now? Like, <laughs> I know. It did feel like that song was, she did it as, didn't she just have a baby? Am I wrong about that? Uh, probably. Well, Damn. I, babies I, I haven't been wrong about that. But it felt like the type of song where, where it's like, uh, I'm doing something else with my life. Uh, yeah, let me do this quick uh, F-R-E-A-K. Great. <laughs> Let's uh, pop in the out. studio for 15 minutes to record <laughs> yeah. a hit single. Did you see uh, Beyonce came out with her first TikTok? And uh, no, no. the youth the youth were kind of dunking on her for... Oh, was it out of touch? Yeah, it's just like, it's a slideshow of her like signing records. And uh, people <laughs> were saying like, oh, she uses TikTok like she's 41. Yeah. <laughs> She yeah. is, yeah, because yeah. TikTok is supposed to be like uh, you're you're unvarnished. In, you're inside. I mean, like fucking. It's like the one thing Beyonce can't do is just be like, "What's up, guys? I right. have no makeup on, and here's my raw thoughts." I mean, Cardi <laughs> B literally. I don't know if it's TikTok or Instagram, but she posts videos sitting on the toilet taking yeah. a shit. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm taking a shit. What? <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I. I downloaded TikTok on my phone and then kind of forgot I had it in the past two days. I was like, oh, yeah, I got TikTok. And I started looking at it. And it's such a fucking waste of time. There's so much. Michael. I look through it. No, it's like because like 15 minutes goes by. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing here? Well, I'm looking at these people do. I mean, the jokes are funny. Uh, (laughs) No, but what kills me about TikTok is. When you watch a really long one and you think it's gonna like resolve into something, it just doesn't. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, it's like watch till the end or something, and you do, and you're like, this wasn't anything. Yeah, not even it was like it was a bad joke. It just didn't even like have a thing to it at the end. I can't think. Yeah, of Yeah, like watch bait. I think right. They call and that. I couldn't tell you an example because I've watched so many that they all just wash over me. I don't know what I've seen. But Mike, did you spend this enough time on it to where like you feel like the algorithm is? Starting to click and get you and send you stuff you like because that's that's the hump. Yeah, that... it's like all I see is Wallace and Gromit clips. It's like I don't care. <laughs> I've <laughs> I guess I mean that's I watch them on Netflix. I watch one a night, but still, my TikTok algorithm has like you know all you hear about is how smart it is, and I believe it. But it's sort of I've been trying to steer it in one direction, and it's sort of jumped over. Like it won't listen to me, and it but it has figured <laughs> out my like because I, I I'll be like. I'll search like comedy, music, this, you know, like I'll be like searching and liking and following things that I wanted to show me. And then it'll, it just like, will keep showing me lowest common denominator bullshit, but that I do love, you know? Well, that's, Hmm. but did you, have you followed many people? I don't know if I follow anyone and I haven't liked anything yet. I've been, you got it. You got to like, I've been doing a lot of liking what I, what I'm most interested in is, um, musicy inside like this sample yeah. is this yep. and, and that and like i'm trying so hard to see more of that or jeff you sent that tiktok that was, was about it the michael jackson stems oh the michael jackson stems i was gonna say the giorgio Moroder backstory oh yeah i just want to see all the clips that use do ba do ba do ba do ba do yeah those are that, i hate that good. song <laughs> um i get a lot of the ones that have that voice that's like so, you know, like that, that, that AI voice that's like, this cheeseburger yeah, in New yeah. York is the best cheeseburger in New York. <laughs> is it that the girl voice? Yeah. Or that, those are so funny because it's like, it sounds really natural, but then they'll stress strange syllables. Yeah. Or they'll say, like, if you want. My girl and I are going to the store. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like so bizarre. <laughs> when you let him hit and he ugly. <laughs> <laughs> when you let him hit, <laughs> I'll get I'll get a lot of the ones where there's like a nurse is like dancing. Well, I think my phone figured. I don't know what I clicked on, but Instagram is always trying to sell me like hair loss products, and and like I so that's Hims? that's uh yeah. There's a lot of them though. 
And I've never bought a hair loss product, but I'm 39 and I'm clicking around other men's stuff probably. Yeah. So they figured that out. But that's what's weird is like, I'll get a lot of TikToks that are like, yeah, either like penis stuff or like, it's it's just my age demographic. Like, it'll be like a nurse that's dancing and then the facts are popping up a- around her and it'll be like, it'll be like facts about men's health. I'm like, I don't, f- f- I don't think of myself that goes as a guy who goes to my phone for tons of men's health, but it, what can I say? It's like, if you click on, if you like look up one, cause I've done this before where I've looked up uh, on, on Instagram, I've looked up like um, one of those like art exhibits where it's like the whole room has like a, I guess it's an installation maybe, or uh, I don't know what it's called, but it's, you go into a room and like the whole art exhibit is like, uh, uh, the room projected onto the wall you know that cool. type of thing and there's a bunch of those that pop up and i just see tons of like then i'll see tons of like just event cool event type stuff on instagram and it's like well i didn't even look at this on instagram but now my phone knows about it Ooh. it knows and i don't mind that it knows it knows that could be a good halloween movie it knows that's yeah. good the oh wait knows. be like in it follows sequel <clears throat> Here's something I want to bring up during chit chat. Look, look what I have received in the mail. <gasps> I was just thinking about this today. My package was delivered. A to package TM. from Michael Hanford. Uh, we're doing <laughs> the stickers a- stayed on. If you've been following at home, I br- I <laughs> got was- a book for Tim and mailed it to him. And <laughs> soaking wet. <laughs> soaking wet when I del- went, took to the post office. And the woman who worked there said, these stickers might fall off. I don't know if it's going to get there. <laughs> well, nothing fell off, and I've just unboxed it, and there it is. Nice. Born to Run, a hidden tribe, super athletes, and the greatest race that the world has ever seen. It's a jogging book, and I am going to become a marathon runner. It's a good nice book. Nice, T. It's a good book. And you know where I got that? Because Tim, had, I had just been telling him about it. And then I'm walking into my apartment the other day, and in the lobby area uh, – People will, you know, if they're moving out or something, just leave stuff down there, like, you know, for free. I said, what is that right there? I saw this book. I said, this is going, this is going to the West Coast. That's good. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to, I, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to spend the rest of this month eating candy because it's Halloween. And then Mm -hmm. I'm going to wake up November 1st, David Ferguson's birthday. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to say no more chocolate treats. Instead, running all day every day. <laughs> yeah, barefoot <laughs> until running. You, until you you'll learn about asleep. barefoot running in that book, and you'll be running barefoot. Ooh, I have been. You know, you know how I'm keto now. I sure. have been really doing pretty well on the uh, no carbs. Really? really? Yeah. I mean, I, I yesterday I, I assume I, I you I had the, the occasional plate of fettuccine alfredo, <laughs> sure. pepperoni pizza. No, I mean yesterday it was a day of. I was out. I watched a football game, and I had a slice of pizza and a hoagie, and uh, <laughs> so that's got some bread in it. So that's not keto, but that's a keto cheat day, they say. Yeah, no, you're doing good. And also, it's Hanford gets healthy. It's not necessarily exactly. keto. Exactly. It's just getting healthy. That's what I got to do. Hanford gets healthy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got to do Hanford gets healthy. Shit. Mike, what does a typical keto meal look like for you? It is the uh, the stir fry vegetables and protein. There like you go. Today was. Uh, like little steak uh, cubes mm-hmm. and uh, the like the frozen stir fry broccoli mix. So you're still doing protein for your bro team. That's right. That's and and, good. and, good. and That's good to know. I am That's... leaning into that M drive in the in the morning. I'll eat, drink one of those in the morning. I'm like, hey, this does kind of stave me off until lunchtime. Pep you up. Uh, you know, I'm always pretty peppy in the morning. You know me. Good morning, world. <laughs> <laughs> What can I do today? What can I learn? What knowledge can I soak up? How can I help my community? Um, we had M Drive protein shakes as a as a sponsor, and then I loved it, and I drank all the stuff. And then we went back, and I said, "Hey, can we? Can I get some more free <laughs> fro- meat free M Drive?" And they ghosted us. So yeah. so this morning, I I went on and I <laughs> I ordered I ordered. Here, here's where did you use promo code sloppy yes this is how far I've fallen <laughs> I'm using my own promo code oh, no. I, I paid money and I put in this promo code boys and it humiliating oh it's promo code boys that's so funny that, how perfect that's like um, <laughs> you know it's like <laughs> my Jeez. moment of in, in sideways when um, 
when yeah. Paul Giamatti is sitting alone drinking the fancy wine out of like a paper cup. Yeah. It was rock bottom moment. It's me using my own promo code. <laughs> Tim, you got a funny thing going on. You got a good shirt on there. I like that shirt. Oh, but the way you're shirt. angled right now, it's a, a polo shirt and it's a black shirt, but the collar is white. And the way you're angled, it looks like you're wearing a little towel around your neck. <laughs> <laughs> like a little sauna. Like a little sauna. Usually <laughs> if I do a, uh, I do a, a press conference after the pod, <laughs> talk about. Especially with the mustache. I'm sure you got the chain on under there. You look like you're really coming from out of a sauna. Yeah, look at it. Yep, that's right. Ding. Go All right, can we please get into some booze news? Yes, yes, yes. yes. Walking through the streets of Los Feliz in the rain They were looking for a place called the Tonga For to get a big sip of a paper plane yeah. Ah-hoo, Sloppy Boys Podcast <laughs> Ah-hoo, Sloppy Boys Sloppy Boys Podcast I saw Tim Kalpakis walking with an axe Doing the Sloppy Boys Podcast I saw Dutton drinking a pina colada Trader Vicks His hair was purple Sloppy Wolves was sent to us by Red Fabry. And if you have a booze news theme, email it to the Sloppy Boys Podcast at gmail.com. That was very Halloween appropriate. Yes, very nice. Good and we pick. know what Red Fabry, he's helped us, uh, he's brought us some good stuff before. Oh, yeah. Um, well, I know him from the Discord, I think. Yeah. Uh, should we roast him for having a long booze news? Well, well yes. of course we should because we've. You know, it's you can't he, he you know, there's an instrumental intro to that song. We don't need to hear it twice. <laughs> we probably don't need to hear it once. <laughs> We're familiar with the piano. Uh, but he didn't probably get the uh he didn't get the note from last week because it hadn't aired yet. Right. So we gotta forgive. Yet, we gotta yeah, forgive yeah, Red. Yeah, yeah of and course I mean we'll there, there's also like forty more of them that I haven't gotten to yet that will bother too long. <laughs> Verse two. <laughs> um but yes, props for singing about werewolves on our Halloween episode and word of warning to you two, uh, today's top mm. story, uh, involves a scary thing, which is dragons. Oh, holy shit. Before we get to those scary dragons, let me just reiterate red fabric, red fabric. We love you. It was a funny song. We're just roasting you. We roast the ones we love. Yep. We're mm-hmm. like Jeff Ross. Yes. And the guy who used to say hockey puck. Who's that? We know this guy. Oh, Oh, Don Rickles. This is the guy we know. Don Rickles. The guy who used to say hockey, but Mr. Warrant himself. Okay. Well, (laughs) top story. You knew we were going to talk about it. It was the cocktail call out of the year. The clip that broke the internet and served as a sexual awakening for millions. (laughs) Two Game of Thrones House of Dragon actors sat down to interview each other for a piece of ancillary promotional web content. Olivia Cook asked Emma Darcy this question and got this answer hit the clip. What's your drink of choice? A Negroni. I was going to say the same thing. Magliato. With Prosecco in it. Oh, stunning. Yeah. Stunning. Negroni Spagliato with Prosecco in it. Uh, did this guy this this hit your feed? Sure did. This Tim. hit my feed through you. You you let me know, let us know what was going on. I do not get the thing. I don't get what's going on here. But you've had a Negroni, yes. Yeah. So now it's Spagliato, Tim. Well, Spagliato is Prosecco instead of gin. 
Yes. Um, which I believe, I believe spagliato means like broken or yeah, it means like mistake, mistake, like yeah, accidental. Um, which I can see people liking this drink. Doesn't sound like it's for me because the gin is the strong thing that keeps a Negroni rooted. Yeah. If, if we're in just, for the gin, yeah, we're in we're <laughs> in for the gin, and I feel like prosecco, Campari, and and vermouth is is a sweeter, bubblier affair. But either she sure way, sold it though. The sensual way that Emma said this uh, with Prosecco in it had people going nuts online and became a TikTok trend where people were reacting to that. It became like a meme. Uh, did you see it? Like the meme usage was sort of like, this is how I found out that I'm queer or, you know, like uh, yeah. that type mm-hmm. of thing. Then there was there were articles about this has been going for a couple of weeks. There, there were articles about bartenders bracing themselves for the weekend to, to have enough Prosecco. <laughs> like, oh, shit. Um, and uh, here's what I'm wondering. Is this the... Does this dethrone Stanley Tucci as the oh. number one viral Negroni clip of the decade? Yeah. Hmm. Oh, boy, yeah. Negroni clip of the decade. And we're only in year year two of this decade. Yeah, yeah. But we can We've call it... Eight more years. I don't know. There's going to be a lot more good Negroni clips. We could just close up shop right now. (laughs) Here's the funny thing, though. How often are we out there talking about cocktails? You and the three of us? Just three of us. We've logged hundreds of hours. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if we ever set the world aflame the way that two attractive actors can do it in a snap. Yeah. And And a popular TV series. Well... That's what we need is the prestige TV. We need prestige TV. <laughs> uh, who's watching? Are we you watching the new? Pre- I'm no, so I happy to be skipping. I said I don't know what's yeah. going on here. I don't know. No Thrones, no Rings for me. Because I was pretty. I watched. I watched Thrones original. Yeah. And I got to the end of it, and I said, you know what? I don't think I needed to watch all that. So I'm not going forward on this one. I don't think. Mm. You do the rings. The rings you know, power. here's the thing I've been wanting to because I do like the Lord of the Rings idea, like the world of it, and the hobbits I think are cool. But um, you know, I just haven't hit. I hadn't hit that little triangle yet. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh yeah, the sideways one. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. Yeah. Tipped over just on its side, pointing to the right. Tipped over <laughs> just so. I haven't really. I've hovered on it. I haven't gotten the push down. Um. You know when you're searching on your Apple TV and you press the <clears throat> microphone button and you talk into it? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I have to tell mine, like, I'll have HBO Max open and then I'll be like, uh, Game of Thrones. And it shoots me back out to, like, the main screen. And yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So what I have to say is search HBO Max for Game of Thrones. You, and ah, it's embarrassing to, to say all that. You know what you yeah. do, Tim? I've, I've noticed that. You have to be you have to be like fully clicked into the search function of whatever app you're using for it to search within just that app. Okay. I maybe I don't have the letters popped up yet when I did that. Yeah, like you need to like the letters need to be up and your cursor needs to be like blinking in that bar and then you don't have to say you don't have to you don't have to waste all that breath. Shit, this yeah. is turning into an episode of Tech Talk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what's funny? It's a funny little party trick to do a, a different accents into the into the thing, you know, like a, a, a Negroni, game of Spagliato, Spagliato. Well, yeah, but he would be searching that on. Of course, he would be searching that on TV. But you know what I mean. I know what you mean. For I, sure. I know. It's funny. Um, okay, next up in booze news, we have a special Halloween edition of a popular recurring segment. Hit it. Hi. This is Neil Campbell with another edition of Campbell's Corrections. This correction is in regards to the drink, the Alien Hatton, that I invented. It was claimed on the pod that I served that drink at a horror movie marathon. But in reality, it was served at a screening of The Tomorrow War, the alien movie starring our friend Mike Mitchell. And if you'd like to learn how to make an Alien Hatton, which is sort of a bright green take on the Manhattan... All you need to do is look up the recipe for the Midori Sour, then make that. And then you call it an alien hat. This has been Neil Campbell with another edition of Campbell's Corrections. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's so good. distinguished. Yeah, he's... Did he have the music on the last uh, Campbell's Corrections? I think it's just whatever's playing in his study when he... Oh, I see. I see. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Um, that's that's the Alien Hatton. That's good. Now, did he name it the Alien Hatton because Alien ends in an N and Manhattan has the N? That's where he would pick up the word Manhattan. I think the obvious thing would be Alien Teeny, and he wanted to not do the obvious thing. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, it was Alien Teeny. I, I like a Midori Sour. And hey, we, we've talked about this. Midori's having a comeback. There are articles saying, in the sort of winky, ironic way, right. people stop drinking Midori because it's so sweet, but now it's kind of popping up in New York again. Oh, Tim, you, you've been hot on this little uh, narrative. Mm-hmm. And I, for the I year. like. I, I recently had a, I was at uh, Benihana and I got a Midori on the rocks and ooh it was way too sweet to drink. But if you <laughs> if drink. you put some some seltzer on top or something, another Midori. Yes, I'll have one more. And what is the flavor of Midori? Melon. Uh, yeah, it's a certain type type of Japanese melon that I forget the name of. Damn. It is. What is what's lychee? Lychee. Lychee. I I don't know, but lychee martini is a very popular drink, and they have it at Benihana as well. I think it's like a big grape. Like, it's got a skin on it or something. Mm. Mm. I mean, I can picture it. I can't say that I've ever eaten one. Ooh, I'm, thinking looks... of that. I'm, I'm thinking that's the melon you're talking about. No, that's not uh, a melon. That's this, not is a like melon. A, this is like a red. It's a red sort of rind with little bumps on it, and then it's white in the middle. Hmm. Yes. I'm looking at the Midori. Here's here's the tagline for Midori. It's a sweet, bright green colored liqueur made by Suntory, flavored with yubari and musk melon. Ooh, musk melon. Mm. Shit, shit, shit. Oh, Campbell has corrected us, and um, <laughs> there you in have reality, it. <laughs> I'd like to hear. I'd like to hear how he came up with the <laughs> alien hat and name, and why he picked that. Just because it's green, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You gotta love them. Should we get into the drink of the week? Well, not if we don't wrap up booze. Yeah, booze. Wrap up oh, booze yeah. I'm sorry. Stuck in here forever. Let me just wrap this up. And that should do it. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Nice job, Jeff. You really wrapped that up. Okay. Let's get to the. Uh, let's get to it. Hmm. The the drink yes. of the day. Yes. Yes. Well, yes. My fucking tabs went crazy. I need those tabs if I'm going to be talking <laughs> about the drink of the day. Shit. All right. My question to you and the listener at home: What is your favorite uh, Ernest Hemingway novel? Oh my god. I I mean I have to go Farewell to Arms. Mm, okay. Jeff. I'm going Sun Also Rises. Ah. I wish you'd both said death in the afternoon because that <laughs> is the name of the drink we're doing today. I wish you'd both said. I had wished that. Uh, it was my most fervent wish. Well, now, Mike, you said death. And when I heard one of those words, death, I got scared and I was like, oh, yeah. this is the Halloween episode. Right. A shock went down my spine. That's okay to think that, especially this time of year. Great. You, you hear that? Oh, you say you kind of right. It does shudder right. you. A little I mean, bit. it's freaky because last week blood and sand. This week <gasps> death in the afternoon. I mean, this Go. is yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, the thing that we we should just acknowledge that there's not a lot of Halloween cocktails. You know what, Jeff? I want to let's say that because I do want to get into that in the meat of the episode. Me That'll too, be a nice uh, a it sip is, and chat. Let's moment. let's let's save it because I do it. have much to say about that. Or maybe oh, it's not. <laughs> oh great. <laughs> But now I want to have. Much I, I, I might sit that segment out if that's okay, folks. Uh, why don't you get your finger over that double triangle? <laughs> yeah, I, you know, cruise through this all you want as long as you're paying for the Patreon. Yeah, uh, get ready to click on that clockwise circle. Oh, arrow. that's the one. Yes, yes. The back 15 seconds to hear more, more, more. <laughs> Handman, I'm so thrilled. All right, all right, all right. Let's cool it on the uh, mockery for just a moment. Ernest Hemingway, Death in the Afternoon. He invented this drink. Isn't that cool? Very it's cool. like it's one of many. Yeah, he's 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 made up a couple. He did the Dak. He made the Dak. <laughs> the Hemingway Dacker. Well, this uh, was invented. I want to say his book was Death in the Afternoon book was written in 32. The first uh, instance of this recipe written down was from a cocktail book in uh, 1935. So he invented it between 32 and 35. And uh, the recipe was published in a book called So Read the Nose or Breath in the Afternoon, which was a cocktail book with, uh, I think, like 30 famous writers of the time came up with cocktails. Damn. Cool. So they're, if they're saying breath in the afternoon, that's kind of a play on like 
This must have been almost the titular drink of the book. Kind of. Ah, yes, yes. Interesting. Um, do you guys know what Death in the Afternoon is about? It's about bullfighting. It's about bullfighting. Again? Which right. is yeah, Blood, is about Blood bullfighting. and Sand was a... Uh, oh, yeah. Well, here's the difference. with The subtle... We, we talked about this recently about how back in the day, people... Did, like, now the hot shit is to just write an autobiography and that's what sells. Right. But back in the day, you used to just, like, write a novel that happened to you and you changed the names. Uh, so, uh, Sun Also Rises is, like, him and the Lost Generation gang from Paris going to Pamplona, but he changed a few of the specifics. Whereas I, I have not read Death in the Afternoon, but I feel like this was his foray into like nonfiction. Like it's really mm. just a book about bullfighting and it's not even a story yeah. as much as like here, here's what bullfighting is. It's funny you say you, yeah, I guess it's a, it is about bullfighting. I, I don't know. I always just thought it, Sort of contains deeper contemplations on the nature of fear and courage. But yeah, I guess it is about. Oh my God. Uh, oh shit. It's about, Holy shit. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, I guess it is about. You think a that? Bit of a, I, I think that. Me and the uh, <clears throat> editors at wikipedia.com. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So <laughs> he invents this book, or he invents this drink. He, he was drinking like uh, a lot of absinthe when he was spending a lot of time in the left bank of uh, France. Uh, and absinthe is in this drink. And the only story about how he invented this drink, it, it wasn't like he saw this and this and it came together. Nyron says really why he made uh, named it this. But uh, he and four other, uh, well, let me just read it off. Three other officers on the HMS Deanne, after having spent several hours overboard trying to get Captain Bray Sanders' fishing boat off a bank where she had gone up in a northwest gale. So this fishing boat had gone asunder. Gone amuck. Gone asunder. And these four guys like spent many hours trying to get this boat off. And uh, during that time, he came up with this drink. I don't really know if they just were drinking on the like while they were doing this or what. But that's all we got. The f- funny thing to me is like, so... Absinthe and champagne, this this mm-hmm. drink that we're gonna have sounds that sounds very Hemingway. And I mm-hmm. and him coming up with it during like very, on a very French. Yeah, is like a very thing thing for him to do. Mm-hmm. And then you say it's from a celebrity cocktail book. That'll make sense. A writer cocktail book. The funny thing to me is him naming it after yeah. his own book. Like you would think that he would just give it a cool name and it's like, here's this drink I like to make, champagne and absinthe, but Maybe yeah, I I wonder if it was like a uh, like a like a promotional thing. I don't know. It's like if I invented a drink and I called it a Night Flight Fantastic, my um, Timmy St. Right. Rock album, or right. Tim Tim presents the Santa Ana Spritz. <laughs> yeah, hey, that could have been <laughs> good. Um, yeah, that it, it's all very strange and weird. Well, me. what's what's in it? You, you, it's just those two things. Just those two things: one and a half ounce of absinthe, mm-hmm. and four and a half ounces of chilled champagne. And the way that old Hemmers himself uh, describes how to do it: pour one jigger absinthe into a champagne glass, add ice champagne until it attains the proper opulent milkiness. Drink three to five of these slowly. Great, and we all know the we all know the correct opulent. Uh, yeah, uh, ops. yeah, milkiness. Of course, yeah, you don't have to drink three to five. That that's what's so funny about a lot of these drinks from like in these cocktail books from way way back when. It was just like until it just hits that right thing that we all know about. It's like what the, what yeah. the fuck are you talking about? Um, Did you say there was ice in champagne, or or just it's really cold? Really cold, but hmm. uh, you could add ice, I think, if you wanted to. But the the liquor.com steps are pour absinthe into a coupe and top slowly with champagne. So Great. are you guys going to drink three or five? Uh, the liquor. Well, I guess you can drink four. It says three to yeah, five. Yeah, three to five. <laughs> Liquor.com does say, of course, you're free to consume fewer than the recommended dose. Uh, um, I think that's, that's another thing that the old-timey cocktail books did was we had another one like this or and, and the zombie and the scorpion and stuff where it's like it'll give you the recipe and be like, if five of these you shall drink, yeah. then you shall find that you shall stink. Oh, uh, Corpse Survivor had, <laughs> yes, had yes, a thing right. like that where it's just like, well, careful, if you have too many, the corpse will unrevive. <laughs> so now, <laughs> this drink is sometimes called a Hemingway cocktail or a Hemingway champagne. And on this other website that had the recipe, 
suggested putting some simple syrup in it, which we are not going to do. But they said that we found it needs just a bit of sweetness to make it palatable. So I'm very curious, like, is Ooh. this going to be a, uh, a raunchy drink? Is this going to be non-palatable? I got syrup. I might, I'll, do, I'll do that round too. I guess it uh, depends when, if you've got four ounces of champagne and you're pouring until you reach the, the, the what was it, opaque mil- milkiness? Uh, the opalescent milkiness. Op- oh, like, does that mean opal? What is I think it means like opulent opaque? Like cloudiness. It's pearl-like. Yeah. Oh, oh, maybe opaque. Yeah. So that's the thing is like, I want to stop before I add too much champagne so that it's milky. Mm-hmm. But I bet also then if it's too strong, you probably just add more champagne to taste. And it. I was reading, maybe it was liquor.com, I forget, but had like the reason it does absinthe kind of like uh, once you pour the champagne in, the things in the absinthe, like this wouldn't happen with normal liquors, but uh, there's something in absinthe that like it breaks apart and the Ooh. particles fall to the bottom. Yeah. I don't know. That's, that's what like, you know, when you get absinthe at a, at a uh, cocktail bar, bar or something, they want to like have it over a spoon drip. Yeah, there's something all about that. I didn't really look into. Ooh, so we're we're in for, in for a little science. Yeah, you, actually, let me see if I can find it. I can read it to you right here. You, you know, you the cocktail's opalescent milkiness occurs when the champagne hits the absinthe. The aromatic compounds in absinthe are more soluble in alcohol than in water. So when the absinthe is diluted, those compounds drop out of the solution and crowd together. Uh, what we see is cloudiness. This process wow. is evident in the classic absinthe, absinthe drip, which combines absinthe with cold water and sugar. So there's something so, with absinthe that we, you know, so we I'm don't start. I got to watch closely. And then when I see the right swirly milkiness, I got to stop pouring. Huh? Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny. Maybe, maybe absinthe was so much more in vogue when he was writing this, like until it reaches the proper milkiness. So, like everyone would just know what that is. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, they, they also told us um, one of those recipes said ounce and a half absinthe, four and a half champagne, right? Four, right. yeah, four. Right. Well, have you seen the video for Nine Inch Nails' perfect drug? You are mm-hmm. the perfect drug. Yeah. I like that song. Am I goth? <laughs> uh, I'm goth now. Mike, that could be your whole thing, the goth keto. Hippie is goth now. Oh, God. Yeah. Chip dip yeah, is sauce man. now? <laughs> Ooh. Um, what was I? Oh, in that music video, Trent is doing the 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 water over the sugar cube pour, and they do kind of make a meal out of the swirly. I did it with my college roommate Cliff. We got the slotted mm-hmm. spoon, and we did that. Uh, yeah, but we didn't trip balls. Yeah, me neither. You know, he lost me at the spinning hog head. I'll tell you. <laughs> Hurt video years before. Is it hurt? Yeah, it is, isn't it? <laughs> that guy. That guy. He is on another plane, He's man. Incorrigible. I love to, you know, I love to touch down on the plane every once in a while. He's well, go ahead. What was that, Tim? The Netflix version of Song Exploder has an episode of Hurt, but I haven't watched it yet. Oh, I, that ran away from me. I got to watch that again. Um, uh, song, the Song Exploder show. Mm-hmm. The first season, uh, was I was weird. sort of, they didn't, I felt like it worked better as a podcast than a show, but then they did a second season with like bigger name, bigger songs, Dua Lipa and, and, uh, the killers and Nine Inch Nails. And it's better because you're Great. like, these are famous songs. Mm. Well, cool. Uh, you guys want to get into it and we will come back with, uh, death in the afternoons in hand. Yeah. And sure. you saying that name reminded me death, Halloween, scary. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yep. All right, cool. Folks, meet you back here after this. And we're back. Death in the afternoon is in hand. <laughs> Check out this opalescent milkiness. Yeah, yep. you got, I didn't really get the opalescent. Did you see it happen? I saw it cloud up. Yeah, I, I was adding one ounce at a time of the champagne. First mm. ounce, no milkiness. Second ounce, no milkiness. Third ounce, opalescent. Mm. That looks like straight piss. No oh, milkiness Mike, at all. Oh, Mike, you pissed, dude. Cloudy piss? <laughs> I think no, you no, might need more no champagne to get the cloud going. Yeah, but if I do more champagne, it won't. Well, let me try because I got a little, little room left. Hold on. Talk amongst yourself. <laughs> Stop. Can I be honest? I didn't use champagne. I used... Prosecco. Prosecco. Yep. 
Spagliato. I used Corbell. I used Lamarca, I think. Yeah. I used Mantelvini. It's a Prosecco. <laughs> yeah, we all use the little little dudes, right? Yeah. Little tiny yeah. champagnes. Babies. Uh, those are not prepared in the traditional method, and you can tell because the punt isn't in there. They don't, they I don't have a punt. I couldn't get my thumb in the punt. Yes. Those are individually bottled after the fermentation, I guess. Well, this this isn't really uh, uh, milky, but I also can't pick it up now because it's filled to the way top. Well, t- well, all right. Let's take some sips. All right. Hmm. Smells like good and plenty. Ooh. Mmm. Zap. Zap. Zow. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. Um, how do we feel about a little simple syrup round two? Yeah, for sure. Also, I should ask, I need to add my fourth ounce of champagne. You. Zap. Ooh. Some some bad faces over there wincing. Oh, it really does fill up the chest with that warm, warm mm. feeling. Filled up my chest with with uh, fucking heartburn. Mm. We've come across this sort of thing before, where if you have a pungent taste, a unique taste, it's better as a smaller, more potent thing. You don't want to sit with something, even if you like Fernet, even if you like Malort, you don't want to drink six ounces of it. Yeah, you, yeah, it's yeah. you want it in how it comes. Sure. Yeah. I don't get uh, making a cocktail that tastes like this. I guess is what mm-hmm. I'm saying. And that I'm remembering now, this absinthe. I've had it for two years because we had it in our zombie, and mm. it was only a teeny little dribble. Jeff, I think you have the same absinthe as me. Isn't this like 150 proof? Or it's oh. like Ooh. it's like really crazy. Damn. Maybe not that much. Hundred proof, but yeah, it's an interesting taste. Yeah, it's, it's, it's good drink. and plenty. It's mm-hmm. appropriate for Halloween because it tastes like good and plenty, a popular mm. Halloween cake. It's actually stinkier, more pungent than good and plenty. Yep. You know, I don't, you know me, I don't like champagne drinks. Ooh. But this one really, you don't taste the champagne much at all. No. It's so absinthe. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> a lot of, I'm seeing a lot of frowns in this little Zoom screen here. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's kind of just like a shock look. Like, uh, <laughs> I'm. I'll tell you what I felt. I was just thinking that this might be the first time on the pod that I have trouble getting through my round one. I felt like a wimp that I'm Hemingway drinks this all the time, and he and 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 I I can't hang, man. He, yeah. you know, he's in his own world. This he loved to drink all the time, and he's an old timey alpha dog, and we're like new school Sigma Chads. Yeah, he was like a <laughs> a, a fisherman and a so big game. We're tougher than him. Yeah, we just and it's just like a whole different thing. It's different era of alphas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, um. So yeah, don't don't measure yourself because he also was writing this stuff. Like he was a fiction writer, you know. So he's he made up a lot of stuff. Here's a very fascinating thing <laughs> about uh, old Hemi um, mm. that I don't know if you know about. Where Hemi is. Uh, you know, a year ago there was a Ken Burns uh, doc series. Oh yeah. About oh yes, I must have watched it all. Oh my god! Um, well, mm-hmm. they I, love, sort of... I love saying something like that and just getting oh my god with no follow ups. Like holy shit, this that's awesome. Well, Shoot. here's an interesting thing that they posited that, that that I hadn't heard before. So you know, a big part of Hemingway's thing is like, you know, he's like trying to be so macho, right? Yeah. And, and mm-hmm. a lot of that is sort of like, oh, he, he saw his dad as this macho figure, so he spent a lot of his life like modeling tra- that, and, like yeah. being macho and stuff like that. But there's also this element that they took, like his, he had an unfinished novel when he died that was like, that touched Don't on like <laughs> gender fluidity and stuff like that. Right. And then also in the bedroom, uh, Ernest lovers uh, have said that Ernest liked to be called Catherine uh, when right. making love. So um, there's sort of there, this in the documentary, they're kind of talking. It's possible that Ernest Hemingway was trans before Ernest knew what the deal was, uh, was with that type of stuff and everything. And it because we're talking about the 100 years ago or whatever. Right. But it reminded me of an interview I saw with uh, Caitlyn Jenner talking about where it was like early on saying like, oh, I didn't feel comfortable in my body, but if I was being forced to be a man, I was going to be the most manly man possible and be a decathlete. And when you you think of that, 
that it's like, oh, wow, yeah, Caitlyn Jenner, the, like, what would be more manly than being an Olympian and, and running and jumping and winning mm-hmm. gold medals and stuff? So they're, they're, um, Hemingway may have had a little bit of that thing of like, I'm I'm going to be like as macho as possible uh, to counteract right, right. this. Damn. Interesting. Well, I'm adding the Caitlyn Jenner element, but but Ken Burns. Yeah. He uh, posits that that the machismo sure, it sure. could be uh, <laughs> performative uh, or yeah. um ooh, the drink, the drink. It's the drink that stinks. <laughs> Oof. I can't. Uh, are you guys going to I can't drink this. You have I'm, to or you're a bad journalist podcaster okay. i'm just gonna get so drunk i think i'm gonna drink and i might i might use my second round uh because i've got an idea for a little something to add for a second round okay. but uh i might just add it to this you know like drink half of this and add my that's fair my little thing you know we got to do a good drink <clears throat> after this i feel like uh blood and sand in this um are bad. Well, and I'm having a bad time. It was it gets Halloween. <laughs> we're trying to we're trying to stick with like a spooky theme. And like yeah, this leads me perfectly. Thank you, Jeff. This leads me right into what I was wanting to talk about in this just exactly this section of the right. episode. Right. So, when we were I'm looking I'm going to go lay down for a second. Yeah, take your time. Uh, Jeff, you don't even have to be here for this. <laughs> I want to talk directly to the audience. I want to give them a view into what we do. So, audience, <clears throat> So we, when we were trying to figure out what drink to do, I was looking for, I just kept looking up uh, like mummy cocktail, vampire cocktail, because I wanted to make something very uh, festive, clearly a Halloween thing. Yeah. yeah. Death, death in the afternoon, your brain has to do a tiny bit of a stretch, not much, but I wanted to really, the ghost cocktail, right? <laughs> <laughs> and it couldn't be found. There was like... I, I found one called the Mummy. It was like made. <laughs> the, the yeah, link, I remember the you, link I sent you, guys you texted it out, and then Tim said after like after like a day and a half went by, Tim revived the chain. It was just like this is cool. I'm not sure it exists. <laughs> it was like one guy's Tumblr. That had the, there were there were different versions of the Mummy cocktail on different people's like blog. It wasn't anything official, and then we found something else. But I couldn't find just like the werewolf drink, or, right? Uh, but there, there's the there's need more? for it. Everyone is having Halloween party. I think the problem is that a lot of the parties are for kids, so you're making yeah. like eyeball spaghetti or something, but you don't know. Been to an adult uh, Halloween party, it was very, sure, very fun. But <clears throat> there's a lot of attempts. You found yeah. another, a more popular one called the Vampire's Kiss Martini Kiss. that was red yeah. and had Chambord in it, and. And but we couldn't find like a history on it or if any bartender had ever made mm-hmm. it. But it's there is a very large world that we haven't touched on yet in this pod of like almost just like they feel like mommy blogs, but they're almost like foodie sort of like oh, it's like arts and crafts yeah. more than it yeah, is like it, cocktails. And, yeah. and, and, and they're and definitely it's almost, holiday. It's fodder for those a Google search like what you did. It's it's exactly. not about cocktails and and bartenders. It's more like. 11 drinks to make at your Halloween party, uh-huh. but they're sort of user uploads or they're invented by Thrillist or something like that. The, the quintessential one is like, not the, the, the something that you, you, <laughs> you'll realize you're looking at one of these things we're talking about when you have to like add more craft to the glass itself. Like you need to, yeah, yeah. Right. you need to draw like fangs on the glass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was expecting the mummy to be like, Get your toilet paper and wrap the outside of the mason jar. <laughs> Dunk your toilet paper and vodka and eat it like an apple. Um, this one, when we looked at pictures online of Death in the Afternoon, it looked more yellow to me, but my absinthe is green, and this does look sort of fun. It's a, it it's a pale like... green. Mm-hmm. A, mm-hmm. Um, I'm surprised, though, that there isn't one go-to drink that has dry ice in it. There, there's not like one right. stunt yeah. drink that was the other called thing that, like the called like the test tube or something right, that right. would be good for Halloween. I think they're right. There's not one go to. There's like a bunch. I think the Vampire's Kiss. One of the the things I found did have like a, careful. It has dry ice. I had one at um. I want to say that Austin Powers bar. Uh-huh. Rest in peace. I loved that bar. Yeah, it was, was it was cheesy as fuck, but I, I went several times. That was kind of like your daily watering hole post work. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. They know me down there. They love me. And uh, Mini Me set me up with another stinger. <laughs> they had a um they had all their drinks were called like uh 
called like the Mojo, the the blue crushed velvet suit. What was the cat's name? Mr. Bigglesworth. Mr. Bigglesworth. They had one of those, but uh, the I think it was called the Mojo. It had dry ice in it, and it was it was good. You know, <laughs> I remember the one time I went there. It was like. <laughs> Three of us got the same drink, and they were all in different types of glasses. Like, one was, like, a plastic cup. One was – they were basically they were just running out of, like, <laughs> stuff yes. in the back. I want to say flatware, but that's not right. Glassware. <laughs> What's flatware? Silverware? Flatware, I want to say silverware yes. or plates. Cutlery. Cutlery, my boy. Cutlery. Plates make sense. Plates are flat. Oh, no, you might be right. I, ah. oh. Ooh, plates. And saucers. And, but not bullware. That's something mm, else. Curveware or bullworth. You get your flatware and your and your curveware. <laughs> Curvedware. <laughs> Set the table with curvedware. Yeah, we're having pudding. Set curvedware up. <laughs> Both small handheld curves and larger <laughs> table curves. Yes. yes. <sighs> Why don't you do it, Mom? All right. Can we take a break and fix this fucking thing? Yep. Sure. All right, folks. We need to adjust. I'm and like not even uh, a third through this. Thing. No, no, me neither. I had two sips. All right. Folks, uh, we'll see you back here after we um, correct this monstrosity. Yes, yes. yes. We're back with tweaks. I put some simple syrup in and a couple ice cubes, which is weird Ooh. in a cocktail glass. But hey, our very own podcast logo has cubes in a cocktail glass. Yeah, but you sure. made the podcast logo. <laughs> yeah, but- <laughs> Jeff, I I took a little page out of your book and did a little squeeze of lime. Ooh, that's a Ooh. smart move. Always welcome. Because I'm thinking to myself, Hemingway, Key West, he was in Key West, Key, Key Lime Pie. I have a lime. Yeah, oh. and the Hemingway DAC had lime in it, yes? Um, yes. And uh, <laughs> with the Hemingway deck has grapefruit in it, but. That did not help. Ooh. No. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Lime Very time? strange. Uh, yeah. I, no grapefruit and lime in the Hemingway deck. Tim, take it away. I added uh, simple syrup and it helped a lot. Nice. Yep. I put. Truly. Made it palatable. I put, I put three quarters of an ounce, which is kind of a lot, but it did help. I did a nice little, what we would call a dram. Just a little sploosh. A little dram buoy. Take the edge off a little bit. Um, oh my but God. this actually makes it like, I still don't, I still don't like it. It tastes like a drink now. It doesn't, it, it doesn't offend me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like, it's like within, <laughs> it's within the sweet spot. I agree. It, it's, it's weird how sugar can just round off that edge. Yeah. Mine, mine definitely tastes better before I did this lime. This is, this is bad, <laughs> bad idea. Okay, like, and now I, I gotta drink it. Yeah. Shit, I get it. I get it now. Also, I saw, uh, I saw a tweak on the blood and sand that people said was much better by upping the, I want to say both the orange juice and the scotch, so less vermouth, less. What was the other thing? Cherry hearing. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That is weird. I, I would acid adjust the orange juice and, and increase the scotch. We gotta <laughs> find that acid adjusted orange juice. We need citric acid. I mean, I bet we could get it off fucking you Amazon. Could, you could brush it off of um, some Sour Patch Kids. <laughs> um, ooh, Michael did not like that sip. No, now it's now it's really like uh, each sip is like uh, difficult to go down. Well, Mike, why don't you? Well, this dovetails nicely, and I think maybe your final thoughts. Yeah, no, this is not an order again for me. It was before I put the lime in. You know, I'm going to rethink this. Hold on a second. I did not have a bad time drinking this before, before I put the lime. The lime was a bad idea. Hmm. Hmm. It's a very, it's an order again. Oh. <laughs> it's an order again? Is it? No, I'm thinking, is it an order again? Maybe it was the whole time. <laughs> You Whoa, seem to a have twist lost ending. Track? <laughs> Night Shyamalan would be proud. The whole time, <laughs> the whole time. It was an order again. The whole time. Damn. I guess that's what's so spooky about this Halloween episode. Nothing is as it appears. And it's so <laughs> oh, yeah. weird. You yeah. can spend an hour drinking a drink, not liking it, and then it turns out <laughs> it was an order. You want another the one? The whole time it was good. <laughs> wow. No, I could see myself at a at a. Uh, 
cocktail bar with friends and being like, oh yeah, you know, I'm gonna since I know about this drink now, I'm gonna get the death in the afternoon. Oh, what did, what did you say? What? Why did I order that? Well, it was based on a Hemingway novel, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, sure, he thought of it. Took seven hours to get uh, a guy's boat off, and yeah, that boat did eventually uh, was part of the one of the cruisers that was uh, part of the Normandy invasion. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that, that's that is true. Damn. I like this part. You learn a little something. You learn a little something, but you kind of. You read through it quickly, and you kind of after you say like, I think that's what it was. A little slapdash, but you learn a little something. Sure, sure. You learn enough to to when you're out drinking with friends, you can kind of uh, say stuff, and it sounds true. I'll, I'll say this: How dare Hemingway suggest you drink three to five of these? Yeah, he. Holy he's, shit! He's got a real iron. Uh, Is he taste impaired? Was his tongue injured in the or war? Just like I'm already, I'm, I'm still not. Uh, now I've had about a. Two-fourths, no, about a, what would you say this is? Two-fourths. Two-fourths, a half. Yeah, two-fourths. And I'm <laughs> feeling it. It's a weird way of saying you've had half your drink. <laughs> I've had about two-fourths. <laughs> That's what yeah. I'm saying. I'm feeling it. I'm calling a half two-fourths. No, no, you're right, because I've, I've had about 16, 30 seconds over here. <laughs> yeah, I've had about 32, 64. <laughs> All right, wise guys. I can see the this drink has turned you guys into some wise guys. Um. You know, usually when you're mixing up a drink, there's like a strong thing and then a thing that has no alcohol. But hmm. if this was a jigger of absinthe and then four ounces of champagne, this is a very boozy drink. Sure, sure. And yeah. I'm a little hot in the face. If you had yeah. five of these, I would be, I would be shit house. Maybe that's why it took him seven hours to get that boat off the, yeah. <laughs> the uh, thing. I don't. You know, I was hoping this would be a brunch drink. It was. It's, it not, was, it's not even. It's not even. Close. It was suggested in the article I read that it could be a brunch. But drink. is that what it means? Like, oh, death in the afternoon. Like, hey, it's a brunch drink, but careful. You know, you're going to be hungover midday, or it's going to put it. you out. Um, if you had it as a brunch, yeah, you know, uh, this is bad. This this is bad. I don't like it. Um, this is second drink in a row. I think is bad. It's making me rethink the. November, pod. we get back on good drinks. Yeah, we should stop the pod for sure. Tim, you, Tim, your thoughts, please. Well, Submit them I, to the you just, you just reminded me of a brunch drink we should have is is the Kir K I R. It's like a it's like champagne and uh, creme de cassis. Ooh! Hell, why don't we make it next week's episode? Oh um, no! Well, <laughs> well, okay, okay, fine. <laughs> just either. Just that's you guys in a nutshell. Anford's so easily wow, we're making next week's episode. And Jeff, strong opinion. No, no, I'm cool. I'm cool like you guys. Oh, okay. (laughs) See, for me, the see, this is how this uh, this podcast breaks down. The drink, the cocktail of the week, is a mere suggestion for conversation and offshoots. Yeah, that's and it's because Jeff, it's because I come from a world. But the music that I listen to is very jam-based. It's very, you start in one place and you ex- explore. Sure. You are computer music. It's ones, zeros, zeros. They can, they can be in interesting places. Right. But it's science. Yeah, well, it's true. Here, it's here's an art. accusation. Uh, here, here's me, a uh, confrontation, I mean. Jeff, you say that you're, you're cool and you don't say no to things. Uh-huh. Me and Hanford wanted to do an Oktoberfest episode about Oktoberfest beer, and you oh. said no. And we've done episodes about Bud Light Seltzer this and Bud Light Seltzer that. But we can't have a spotting Oktoberfest beer. Yeah, Tim, I don't now, recall Jeff? this conversation. Was it worth it? You're getting yelled at. You're drinking a drink you don't like. <laughs> You're getting yelled at. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Uh, look, folks, if you wanted to hear us talk about beer, uh, hit us in the DMs. Of course they want to hear us talk about beer. Why? They'll, they'll listen to us drink the out-of-office seltzer pack. <laughs> Jeff, Actually, the cocktail is a mere suggestion. It's a jumping-off point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They want, they're here for the crackling chemistry. It's just a way to... People aren't coming out here to learn about the drink. They want to know how many hours it took Hemingway to get the boat. Yeah, yeah. They, this, is, this is mostly about a Hemingway boat. This is a Hemingway boat uh, podcast. I, I do wonder... How hard it is to listen for people that know their shit. Like, um, I've heard that um, 
people with perfect pitch have trouble listening to Van Halen because Eddie never tuned his mm. guitar. He made I, that's the band. That's probably why I never liked them. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> but don't you think that someone, a person with maybe one degree of fundamental knowledge of alcohol would probably find this podcast unlistenable? Hey, maybe. I don't know. Or maybe it might help them say, geez, you know what? It's all just fun anyway. I mean, what if a mathematician tuned in and Hanford say he had two-fourths of his drink? (laughs) (laughs) He didn't even say two-quarters. He said two-fourths. Hey, if you're a mathematician and you listen to the pod, just let us know you're out there. I don't care how you do it. And is it it okay that we're not reducing our fractions? I quickly reduced the fraction. I I knew what I was getting into. You know, a lot of times I'll do this thing where I'm like, I'll say, I'll get to the funny. I'll do a funny thing to get to the truth. Sure. Oh, yeah. That's our show. Follow us on social media at The Sloppy Boys where we release these recipes ahead of time. Also, check us out on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash The Sloppy Boys. And unlock The Sloppy Boys Blowout. That's the real show. I love that show. That's where we talk about the shit we care about. <laughs> I binge it. We just talked Ready. about Night- Nightmare on Elm Street and Hocus Pocus. These are, these are the Halloween movies. That's cool. Yeah. That almost makes me want to subscribe, even just this weekend, like, oh, it's Halloween weekend, I'll subscribe to the Patreon so I can hear those scary movie episodes, and then as it rolls into November, I forget to unsubscribe, you know? Yeah, too much Halloween partying, you forget. Yep, and then I pass away in my sleep and my family never (laughs) stops. The no, no. We wish long lives to each and every patron. That's true. <laughs> we are. Uh, th- we're, we're wrapping up the episode, so I don't want to get into this too much. But mm. there's got to be. There's got to be a funny turn of phrase or something about a podcast about taking baths and you scrub scribe to something or something scrub scribe. Scrubscribers, yeah. Sub scrub scriber. Hey, scrub scribers. It's bath day again. We're doing bubbles. Scrubbed slimers. Yeah. Damn. Well, we did. We did a take a bath episode. We didn't come up with that in the Patreon. Yeah. Hey, I didn't. I didn't give my final thoughts on the drink. Uh, you were, yeah, Jeff. Uh, hmm, what a poorly hosted pod. Um, <laughs> I Tim, why drink. don't you go ahead? And do I'm that. not allowed to do an Oktoberfest <laughs> beer episode now. I can't even give my final thoughts on the death. Of, um, this is my first Jeff. time. First time ever. <laughs> Will not order again. Wow. Stone cold shitter. Bad drink. <laughs> oh, you, not you even gonna enough. finish it. You've had a not order again before, haven't you? No, I, I've had some sort of conflicted, like, I'll I'll drink it in the right context, but this is the first time on the podcast that I haven't finished round one and I won't. Yeah. Ooh, wow. A damning appraisal. Sorry, Ernest. A condemnation from the cat man. Uh, Ernest, maybe if you spent less time on your fucking fishing boat and more time in the <laughs> taste kitchen... You could have dialed yeah. in the recipe. Mm-hmm. Spend less time on your phone. <laughs> <laughs> on your rotary phone, probably. Yeah. Dialing everybody left and right all over oh Cuba. Oh, God. I got to make, I gotta make a, a TikTok video about that. I'll get some old-timey outfits, get a rotary phone, and be like, oh, you know, dial it up and say, oh, Neville, <laughs> tell me about uh, somebody wearing their knickers, you know, something. Yeah, yeah. yeah tell Neville. me about a cat falling off. <laughs> It's tree. Yeah. 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 Oh. <laughs> is, is somebody dancing a waltz to a, uh, a marimba, maramba? I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> is anyone planking where you are? Describe yeah. it to me, Neville. Yep. All right. I'm going to um, do that TikTok. All right. I am going to finish this drink, though, in solidarity. Because adding the syrup is the way to go. Folks, if you try it, it's worth trying if you add a little syrup. Yeah, I'm going to put syrup in mine now. Otherwise, I think this is a skip. It's a scary drink for a scary yeah. holiday. Mike, you liked, you wanted to order it again. Nah, I probably won't. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> this is not good. <laughs> Maybe make this with green chartreuse instead if you want a green drink. Or Midori. Or go get yourself a little green food coloring, and then anything mm-hmm. can be green. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, folks. Uh, this is an okay episode. Actually, great episode. Bad drink. <laughs> yeah. Well hosted. Yeah. Th- thank you. I mean, we're all the hosts. I don't. I don't mean to say that I'm the host. No, you did a great job. We all did. A lot of people online are saying, like, well, they'll, they'll go online, they'll log into their favorite message board, <laughs> and they say. 
Tim is pretty much my boy at this point. I love Tim and I love his two co-hosts. Oh, okay. Nice. Mm-hmm. Interesting stuff. Uh, folks, it was a good time hanging out. Let's meet back here same time next week. Yeah. Works for me? Yeah. <laughs> that should work for me. It'll be November. Bye, folks. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs>